Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Welcome to Daddy vs. Doctor. Here are your hosts, pediatrician Dr. Scott Cohen and comedian Sebastian Maniscalco. Uh, welcome to Daddy vs. Doctor. Just a small note here before we start. When we first started this podcast over a year ago, we used to change clothes for every episode. That is true. Now you can't tell what episode is which. This is the third episode in the same outfit. Yeah, we used but, to put uh, so much thought into it. Oh, yeah. Now we're reading the questions uh, yeah, as yeah. we get... <laughs> by the way, by the way, I have to tell you, I don't even know if you noticed, this is two episodes we did. He didn't say a damn thing. <sighs> I have makeup on today. Oh, I didn't notice. That's how I care. Right? Why, why do you have makeup on? <laughs> I had a makeup artist come over to do a little trial to see uh, what she can do or how she does makeup for the TV show that I'm about to shoot in April. So second season, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. This is a little, not much, just a little. Are we, pl- we plugging second season? Second season of Bookie, great, shooting, great show. Shooting April second. Are there actors? I always wanted this. Are there actors because actors get ta- their pictures get taken all over town? Are there actors that wear makeup every single day? I don't know. I don't wear makeup at all. I don't get pictures taken all over town. Uh, although uh, there was. Um, I got paparazzi. I got to tell you this. Really? <laughs> coming out of um, a restaurant. This was about two weeks ago. Coming out of a restaurant, there was a guy with a camera there. I noticed. Um, Who was he there for? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I'm the type of celebrity that I don't get the, the like Kardashian when she gets photographed. Right. They're hitting her in the restaurant as she's coming out, mm-hmm. right? Me, it's almost like, oh, is, that, is it him? And there's like, there's no rush to take it because if you don't get it, big right. deal. We're not selling cop. We're not yeah. selling copies of people. Right. This, yeah. this is not getting a lot of money. So he starts snapping away, right? And I go, it's about time. Because <laughs> there's a there's some people there I knew, yeah. and there's other people waiting for the valet. This guy, I made friends with him. Like, we asked him to take a photo of the people that we were with I, with our camera. You know, most people come out like this <laughs> right, right. in the car. This right, this, this guy's guy, doing your family photographs. This now. guy. <laughs> Was like, all right, get in the car. I I got it. You know, like I was sitting there going, you want me with the car? You know, like, <laughs> no, I don't wear makeup when I go out. That rarely happens. But I think I was, he was there for obviously something. Well, it's good else. makeup because I didn't notice. All right. So. Um, <laughs> your face is your face. There's uh, Ben from Chicago. We're going to do a little mail bag. We haven't done this in a while. We're going to jump right in to the bag. Ben from Chicago. My 12-year-old daughter is a political activist. Right there. I'm bothered already. Wait, how old? 12. 12. Wants to join protests and rallies for various causes. She's 
very passionate, outspoken, but she also gets into arguments and conflicts with her peers and teachers. How can I encourage her to be uh, civic, civically, civically? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, that's a word I don't know. Engage without getting into trouble or compromising her safety. First of all, this whole thing with this young generation having a voice. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, you should be protesting at 12 mm-hmm. all right yeah go to school come home do the homework you should be walking around with a sign on main street uh dr scott do you have any tips on how to foster a positive and respectful di- respectful dialogue dialogue with the children it. fuck the mailbag <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just I, I, I've heard this m- multiple times with this. Uh, we're going to do a walkout. You ever hear this? <laughs> yeah. We're going to do a walkout at the school, 10 years old. You know what I would say about the principal? If you walk out, you can't come back. <laughs> I, I, oh, I, I don't I don't disagree 100% with what you're saying. I think it's become a little more trivial, I think, is the issue. that People do causes a lot just to do a cause and not because of the cause. I think that's my issue. No problem being involved in things. I think that's great to show you care about something, but then I think it should be something the child understands, they research, they're involved in, and we're not doing it just to say that, like you said, we walked or we sat or we did anything. I think there's got to be a purpose behind it. I think a lot of the time that purpose is lost nowadays. It feels like that. You know, when you can protest, when you leave the house, 18, 19, whatever the fuck, when, when Patrick left at 16, or when did you leave, 13? <laughs> 13. <laughs> With his knapsack. <laughs> Him and Huck Finn. Just strolling down the river. When, when you leave the house, then you can start saying, I, 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 I buddy uh, got a kid, and they were going to do a walkout at the school uh, at uh, 10 years old. Uh, I forget what even the cause was. But you're right. They're not informed. Right. It's like, oh, what are we walking out for? And then the person is reiterating something they heard, right. heard their parents say at home. I'm not into Or this. it's based on something that we shouldn't, like you said, you know, oh, the, the teacher's giving grades. I don't want grades. We're all going to sit until there's no more grades at school. Like, there's something you just know. That's just not how it yeah. is. So, uh, so Ben... Get some nuts <laughs> and tell your daughter to go to her room. Uh, all right. Do you got anyone that, that or I got another one here. Get some nuts. My teenage son keeps using words that I don't understand, like yeet. This is from uh, oh. from our other podcast. Uh, yeah, I have something to say about this. Lit and sus. He yes. says they're slang words that his friends uses online. How can I learn what these words mean and communicate better with yeah, him? Watch For- our podcast. We go through it. Now, here's my problem with these words. My daughter started calling me bruh. Okay? I'm not your bruh. Do not call me bruh. It it lights a fire in my brain when I hear that. My problem with the slang words are not the words themselves. Is if you're using them in regular conversation, you're going to use them in inappropriate circumstances as well. Around teachers. Around job interview. Right? Because... It just becomes part of your language, and then you don't filter when you should use them. So don't use them. Use them among friends, but don't use them with... You have to know when the right time is. And if you call your parents, bruh, that's not right. I agree. Um, 
listen, we all used slang growing up and thought we were cool or whatnot. But when, like you said, when you're saying bra to your father, and what do you do? You sit there and don't, don't tell me like, that. Don't then, do, I'm not your bro. Like, stop. And then what is the consequence like though? Is there like, go to your room? What is it? Do you beat the shit out of him? What do to, you do? Yeah. I, I go to my room. I go to my room <laughs> and I, sh- room. I go to my room and I shut the door. So I don't hear getting called bro all the time. Is what is the consequence. The consequence when they're older is you removing yourself. That's that works. <sighs> um, <laughs> Okay, dear father, doctor, my, my teenage son keeps using these words. Okay, we got that. Um, All right, dear pediatrician, yeah. this is, oh, you got one? No, go ahead. Oh, dear pediatrician, they don't even know my name. We've been doing this for a year. Dear, dear pediatrician. pediatrician. Dear doctor. <laughs> There's somebody yesterday in the office said, I can't believe your staff calls you Cohen. Because remember, we yeah. talked about that on the episode. Yeah, it's still happening. Why? Well, one, our staff doesn't listen to my show. Second of all, yeah, I don't know. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. My shy eighth grader son lacks confidence to socialize. He has been burned by past exclusion. Despite my cheering, he quits sports to avoid competitive. How he now just wants solidarity. <laughs> uh, kickboxing. But I hope to gently uh, coax camaraderie, not wanting pressure to further is this isolation. written in fragments or you're just yeah, reading every other a, word this is i don't know what the how could i not push this sensitive soul to find kindred spirit this is a this is a joke bro i'll never send a question like this in again you have to worry about your eighth grade son you gotta go worry about your english and your writing skill sets <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, this, We're answering that. This is a good one. This this is a good one for you who shows your daughter uh murder scenes in movies. Dear doctors, I'm Olivia 
your doctors. <laughs> That's great. Wow. You I think be, I'm a doctor. You, you become problems. a doctor now. That's awesome. Dear doctors, you're watching the wrong show. There's only one. I'm Olivia from Ma- Nashville. Nashville. My four-year-old seems to have an extreme fear of bugs. How can we help him overcome this fear or at least manage it better? I mean, I know what you would do. Dump bugs on him. <laughs> 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 kids don't like spiders every time they see a spider like daddy come and kill it so i come and kill yeah. a spider and then that's that we you know kids are gonna be scared of, of yeah, bugs I don't, I don't think we have to flood them with bugs eventually i'm really kind of nervous actually listening to these and reading these questions of the of, of who's listening to the show uh-huh. i mean if this is the iq of the show <laughs> might as well just throw it in the garbage yeah oh <sighs> here here's a good one for you Hello, it's Lisa from Atlanta. My son thinks he's an alien sent to study human behavior. <laughs> Should I play along or bring him back to Earth? How old? How old? It doesn't say an age. Probably seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> an age an age would help in the in 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 addressing that question. If the kid's what eighteen, is, we need to send him away. And then <laughs> if the kid's two, okay, fine. Um, okay, first off, I love the podcast and the new studio. The guest episodes have been amazing. Here is my bag. My daughter loves to play pranks on me mm-hmm. and her siblings, such as putting salt in the sugar jar, hiding our shoes, and making fake phone calls. I love it. Sometimes I find them funny, but other times they're annoying and disruptive and dangerous. How can I teach her to respect boundaries and know when to stop? Do you encourage pranks as a way to have fun? Sandy Shankers. Shankers from Seattle. Mm. I like I like a little bit of uh, good-hearted pranks. Not so bad. if it's dangerous. I agree. Like if we're putting arsenic in the sugar bowl, <laughs> then we got issues. We should teach that lesson. So I think teaching right from wrong is important. But having these little games, I think it's fun, right? Um, you don't like it? I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to disagree on multiple levels here. What? I'm all up for a prank yeah. it's just the salt and the sugar i mean one time uh, Not like constant uh, fake phone calls i ain't into this shit well, what's this, the fake phone i, I don't know making fake, fake phone calls what's fake phone calls i don't know like uh calling going hey you know to the other doll- people to random the people? house is on fire i don't know no, i don't know no, what's no, going no, on. no that's not good and we shouldn't be making fake phone calls to other people because that can be dangerous so that gets into dangerous things you go, but, you're late for work. Your shoes are missing. You find that funny? Uh, I am. I'm, I'm not going, oh, who took my shoes? All right. Well, maybe these aren't good examples of pranks. I was thinking lighthearted pranks. Put a little. Uh, this is uh, cereal. You know, put cellophane cereal over killer. the toilet bowl. This is a killer. a little behavior. splash. To be in prison. You ever maybe. do that? Rocks under the pillowcase? No. Don't do that. We, we don't do pranks. And growing okay. up, we did pranks. We got. But first of all, you don't do pranks in my house. My father would have put an end to that really quick. I want to meet this kid. This kid's awesome. Hi, it's Karen from Phoenix. My five-year-old son has developed an odd habit of narrating everything he does, like he's the host of his own cooking show. How should I react? I think that's phenomenal. I want to meet that kid. I want to have dinner with him. (laughs) Can you imagine if we just narrated our whole life? Scott's going to walk up to the mic right now. It's <laughs> good. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I want I'm going to spend a day actually thanks Karen from Phoenix. I'm going to go home today and I'm going to narrate everything my two girls do. It's going to annoy the crap out of them. It'll be awesome. 
And Aubrey's going to her room right now. She's going to go talk to Ava. Yep. She's on Instagram again. That'd be amazing. I'm going to do that. <laughs> the way, the way, believe me, the, the relationship you have with you and your kids at this point, if you start narrating what they're doing, <laughs> you, it won't change anything. They'll tie you up. <laughs> it won't change anything. Will not change anything. Uh, hold on, I'm just reading this. Uh, Yes. Here, my ten-year-old son is a victim uh, of online trolling and cyber bullying. Wow. He is constantly harassed and mocked by anonymous users on social media, media and gaming platforms. He is very upset and depressed, and he doesn't want to talk to anybody about it. How can I protect him and help him recover from this ordeal? Sebastian, do you let your kids go online? Dr. Scott, do you have any suggestions on how to prevent and deal with online trolling and cyber bullying? Do my kids go online? No. The only time they're allowed to use an iPad is for an hour each uh, day over the weekend, so Saturday and Sunday. The games are educational. And pretty much that's that's the what's going on here. It's a, this is a scary topic. I had a patient, teenager, that was catfished. You know what catfishing yeah. is? Yeah. So mom told me this horrible story. So he met what he thought was a girl online that he was talking to. How old? Good. She, he was 14. And he's talking to her, talking to her, talking to her. And then they, you know throughout these conversations he's giving these people ended up being a, a group, a nefarious group. He's giving them information. He's giving them parents name. He's giving them birth dates. He's giving them what they do for work. He's doing all these things. And then the mom found out because she walked in because the person said, I want to do a video chat for the first time. And the video chat came on and it was a man and the mom heard the man's voice. And he says, if you don't send me X amount of money, I'm going to release that all this information and I've made dummy websites about your parents and he had sent some pictures and I'm going to send, I'm going to put these pictures out there and the mom got on and said, absolutely not. And they called uh, the police and they said, no, you hope it just goes away, but it's scary because his mom has to worry about, they have her name. The guy showed these dummy websites they were going to do about, you know, sexual things and all this stuff and it could ruin his life could ruin the parents life really scary you can't do these things don't you wish though it's, let, the guy's up on the screen <laughs> yeah right this is my fantasy <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna release these websites if you oh yeah you're gonna get a knock on your door in three minutes right and the guy's like well, i'm sorry <laughs> If you had the ability to do this, right. would would you do this? Mm. Knock out the door in three minutes. And you actually had somebody, somebody at this guy's door. house, yeah. right? And and he opens the door and there's three guys in ski masks. <laughs> no? They're done. Go, okay. Teach him a lesson. It's over. It's over. It's over. That's the problem today. That we don't have a threat level. Yeah, there's no repercussions. But it's hard to find. These people are all overseas and, and they're all... But that's scary. I mean, you have to teach with like you do early on with your kids. 
internet safety and etiquette and that we're not talking to people we don't know. You just have to assume anybody you're talking to, unless you know them and have seen them in real life, is a weird 40-year-old man yeah. trying to troll you. Right, that's, the, that's, that's the issue nowadays. Uh, the advice here, Sarah from Iowa, is take away the, the phone. Take away the phone. Take away the iPad. Any access this kid has to online, just take, just, he's off it. And then he don't see it, right? Yeah, but this this child also needs therapy, obviously, because he's been going through a lot. He's in a depression. So he needs help as well. Mental health is important. The, the biggest problem, the biggest cause of mental health in today's youth is this internet stuff. Yeah, I, I don't it's, see it's any benefit to the internet whatsoever. I, it, and it's, I guess I'm like so, <laughs> I'm so naive. Well, you get your holiday cards there. Um, I just... The idea of internet bullying doesn't make sense to me because why don't you just turn it off? You can't get bullied if it's not there. So saying you don't right? you don't go look. So that's why I don't understand. Like you're getting bullied, then back in school, if you got bullied, guess what you did? You you took a different hallway, so you didn't see that kid at school, right? So with the internet, just turn it off. I know. Well, well, the bullying, uh, and I don't know if we talked about my bullying growing up. With you got bullied. Didn't we, didn't, talk, didn't we talk about No. She, but maybe we bleep, bleep that out. I don't, I don't think she's in a good place. Uh, <laughs> KB? No. Her name was Kim. We called her We called her Kim Kong. Uh-huh. Okay? Okay. Sixth grade, on the bus for the first time, I'm the first pickup. I have the whole bus. Yeah. I go to the back seat. I'm like, I didn't know. Yeah. Bus etiquette. Couple stops go and uh, Kim Kim Kong gets on a bus and she comes in the back. She's like, "What are you doing back here?" And I said, "Oh, I'm just going to school." She's like, "This is our seat. Go up in the front." I said, "Oh, okay." Go up in the front. It's about a 15 minute ride to school. And the whole 15 minutes, I'm getting pegged with spitballs right in the back oh, of the head. Kim, right. Kim. fuck. <laughs> um, Kim yeah, Kong and her yeah. cohorts in the back. So I get off the bus, right? And I go to feel, and I got you know at least you know ten to twelve spitballs in my hair. Came home, I told my father and mother. I said, "Listen, I'm getting spitballed on the bus," and my father's like, "All right, what do you want me to do, man?" And he's just, <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, could you could you talk to the bus driver or something?" You know, no, I'm not talking to nobody. You you deal you deal with it. You deal with it. All right, you know how I dealt with it? By the end of the month, I was in the back with everybody because I made everybody laugh. That was my key to getting people to like me, right? So if I would have never got spitballed by Kim Kang. Yeah, we wouldn't be at the win this week. We wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> So what, did she stop because you were telling jokes? Yeah, no. She's, she's, she's like, oh, he's cool. He's cool because I was like, you know. I was uh, all you, through junior high You had to school. be bullied. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was actually pretty cool <laughs> in my head. Now, there was a kid, Danny. He was half my size. He punched me in the arm every time he saw me through junior high school. Every time we walked by each other, he punched me in the arm and like, <laughs> oh. like one of those laughs. Why did he do it? Because I didn't do anything. Never said anything. Never did anything back. Just took it. So I would avoid. I would go different hallways. But every time he saw me, he punched me in the arm. And that was it. Years later, probably now it's been like 10 years ago, so 20 years after high school, Coffee Bean up on Sunset. 
Walking in. Told us the story. Oh, all right. So he was there. <laughs> well, nobody heard it there. He was there. I wanted to punch him in the arm so bad. He should have done. He should have just. He came up like nothing. Hey, so good to see you from high school. How you been? Big hug. What are you up to? Want to? I want to clock. He gave you him. a hug. I want to clock him. Here's my fantasy. Want to clock him. He gives you a Damn hug. Yeah. You get on his he's back. He's like a, a UFC spider monkey. In the middle of the <laughs> like a coffee sp- bean, you put this guy to sleep and you leave him there. Anyway, <laughs> with a note. Do you remember high school? I do. Punch me in the arm. Still hurts. Um, I want to get into. 16 years old. Yeah, let's talk about this. Aubrey's turning 16, and I think a lot of parents out there are going through this. They're going to drive. Do you give them an old beater? I know. Do you give him or her a nice new car what what are we doing over no so i'm torn so she she passed her written test she just uh was out last weekend with uh, the driver's ed guy in the prius oh we took pictures of that that was funny you know he comes in his prius and she's walking walking around the car inspecting the car and uh and so now yeah she's gonna take her she'll turn 16 in march and the question is what do we do like you said you got a hand-me-down i got a hand-me-down i mean you're you're fortunate just to get a hand-me-down not everybody gets cars i mean that's a big privilege um we have an old van that i drive i mean she's gonna drive the van i don't know i don't know even know if it's old like van where's that at? we have the the honda odyssey where i used to sleep at night when we got in fights no I'm kidding um <laughs> I don't think you are. No. It has, a, it has a great movie screen in the back. It's phenomenal. Then we have the Honda Odyssey. So she, I mean, driving around in a big van, but it, you know, it's an older car. We wanted to have, a, I think the biggest thing, we, safety is so important. We wanted to have like a super safe car. And then I was thinking like, right, do you buy something? Or then what happens? Because my next one, then in three years, she gets her driver's license. Now you're buying another one or do you lease? So then that one goes to college and then the second one, can lease a different one or she inherits that. Cause you know, they're not going to be happy. Not that this, it's up to them, but you know, one's not going to be happy with the other ones. Hand me down. Well, she got one and I didn't get one. You know, it's the whole deal. I don't know. What would you do? Or I, you just say, no, you're not getting a car. Well, I, God, I don't even know how I'm going to react when Serafina and Scarusso start driving because this ain't the Northwest suburbs of Chicago, right? This is uh, LA. I mean, here, I'll give you an example. We just went through a flood, right? Right. I came home. This is this is this is where you know you're getting old. A flood. First of all, for the East Coast, it was like a drizzle. It's just that LA has no infrastructure that this place crumbles when it rains. True. Well, that that causes flooding. Yeah. Right. Especially, I I, I uh, Saturday night, I was at the uh, ice house in Pasadena, and on my way there, right. I I hit the first puddle. Yeah. You ever hit a puddle and you could like hear it on the undercarriage yeah. of Ba-boom. the and, and I I hit it and I'm like, should I go back? You know, that that's where I'm at. It, this this used to be fun to go through puddles with the car and, yeah, and yeah, it, but it, now it, you lost something. Now I'm going through puddles and it all comes back on the window. And I'm like, I can't I can't, <laughs> I can't see. I'm going through, um, and there's debris. And, yeah, and, you're uh, like, the potholes are crazy. Yeah, potholes, you can like, fall in. Not, not, not even potholes, like half the road is missing. You yeah. have to go around. <laughs> you used to go, you could drive right through a pothole. 
You actually usually sped up. Now these, you bought them out. No. Like car is done. No, I mean I don't even know how your car takes water, and because the battery is on the the bottom Tesla of the turns car. into a boat. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the Tesla boat. <laughs> I got a thing on Tesla. I'm reading, I'm reading the, the Elon Musk book. Yeah. Have you read it yet? No, I want to read it. This guy is amazing. Sorry, I don't care we, what you we, say. Yeah, we should have him on. He has a bunch we, of kids. We should have him on. We can't, we, we can't even get the- uh, We can get him. Who, who, who's the last the guy? The guy have? has lots My of kids. Let? He probably has uh, <laughs> He has a lot to say about a parenting, I'm sure. Um, Elon, let's talk. So, yeah. Now, your, your kid is going to drive in this stuff? Yeah. I couldn't even imagine. I know, but it doesn't rain that much. I feel like, you know, there is a part, thankfully- you know, if she got a car, it is actually helpful for the household because she has a lot of activities. So she could drive there. She could actually take our other daughter to places. It helps spread out the duty. So there is a benefit to it. Safety, it's just, I just go back to the safety factor. And then do you allow, right? The other conversation is, do you allow her to be with her friends? You know, they're always joking around. They're giggling. You're not paying attention. So... You know, I think the the laws are set up that there's a certain amount of time before she can drive alone with people of a certain age. So that's good. But, you know, she she just went out to dinner after soccer yesterday with uh, an upperclassman, a junior, who had had her license. My wife was like, oh, how long have you had your license? She's like, oh, I'm a great driver. Eight months. All right. So, like, that's the difference. And they went to dinner together, and that was fine. It's like one one stretch. But Aaron was like... You know, if it starts raining and pouring or visibility, please call. We'll come get you. Things like that. I think a car, I think it's going to happen. I, I hear the safety concern. That's yeah. a lot of parents going, it's a safety concern. When I was driving, the other car in the house was a 1982 Cadillac Seville. White wall tires, beautiful looking car, spoked rims. My mother loved the car. There was an issue every time you pressed the gas, yeah. the car would shut off. All right? It's probably an issue, yeah. They gave me that car to drive, right? Yeah. Knowing that every once in a while, what is it, a helicopter landing on that roof? They're, they're looking for you. I have spotlights coming through the window, you know. Uh, this is this, oh, this you, your paparazzi. You, you know what Congrats. this is? No. Yeah. You know what this is? Somebody fell off the mountain. How do you fall off the mountain? A car. Really? I gotta look. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Hey, you know what? You don't get that a lot of podcasts. Because <laughs> most podcasts are in a dungeon. <laughs> you don't get mobile yeah. outside the studio. <laughs> helicopter stuff i mean so let's go back so how do you do because we've talked about privilege before and it's a tough one like is it privilege oh you got a new car for your 16th birthday you know you don't want to do that but at the same time are you gonna do it you're gonna do it she'll be driving a caddy <laughs> suv caddy. Right? Airbags Here, here's the other thing you mentioned my car my tesla you it's not we didn't want her to learn on the Tesla because Tesla, you know, the braking is very different. You just take your foot off the accelerator, you brake. When you're learning to drive a car, you have to learn how the accelerator and the brake work. All right. So she's learning on a regular car first. Tesla, you take your foot off the accelerator and the car stops? Yeah. 
I rarely ever use my brake. I can drive from here to my house and never put my foot on the brake. So it it just knows. It's called regenerative braking. So basically what happens is when you, as you remove your foot from the accelerator, the car slows down. So if you time it right, I can pull right up to a stop sign. The car stops by just taking my foot off the accelerator. Yeah, but does the car know that there's another car in ahead of it? Like, what? It has that too, but I'm just saying in general where you would normally accelerate, brake, accelerate with the Tesla, it's degrees of acceleration adapt your speed and your braking. Oh. Yeah. It sounds like I wouldn't be able to drive that car. No, you would. I mean, if you have to do a short stop, yeah, you slam on the brake like any other car, but I can be in traffic and it's just like, I press the accelerator, I'm going a certain speed, I let off the accelerator, I'm slowing down, up the car stop, my car stops. Wow. Yeah, so I guess a Tesla probably is not a good option for Not for the a, first car. Yeah, for a first car. So, um, she likes, you know, which one she likes? Oh, which so is, are you already shopping? No, she's, she's no, no, no. We so you started this conversation with the van. No. No, she's, of course she says what she likes. That's not what we're getting. I want her to have, I still have my Jeep Wrangler from 2000, but Aaron, it's, she says it's not safe. It has an airbag, but other than that, it probably has nothing. Where are all these cars? The, I, I go to your house, I see two cars. <laughs> there's a van on the, on the road. The Wrangler is, uh, my parents have it. Okay. Back. But, um, so what is she it's like? a cool car and I like it too. I like the car, the, the Ford Bronco, the new Ford Bronco. Oh, is that with the lights that are kind of like? Mm, it looks look, it, look, the look Ford Bronco. Up. It looks like it looks like it's nice because it looks like the old school Ford Bronco. Oh, it does. Yeah, I thought it had those lights that were. That were Pull like, it up. It's a cool looking car. Um, I have to look at safety uh, what's profiles. The, what's and the, what's like the cost? About forty. Forty thousand dollars. Jeez. And probably it's gonna be right because then you're gonna get every safety possible thing on there. So who knows what it ends up being? But I, you know, yeah. But then I was thinking, see, it's cool, right? Yeah, that's that's, that's sure. like the old. It's, it's like, like fun, you know. Yeah, it's like it's like the old version. I love the convertible, but I think convertible are probably not safe. The hardtop's cool. Oh, it's a cool looking car. We went. Uh, my first actual car that I bought with half of my money, and my dad bought with half of his money, yeah. was the Plymouth Laser, nineteen ninety one. If you want to bring that up, yeah. Plymouth Laser. Uh, Mitsubishi had the Eclipse. Of course, we didn't get that because the Japanese is, was more money. So, so we got the Plymouth Laser, nineteen ninety one. Now, we went in to go buy this vehicle, my father and I, brand new. Um, yeah, red. It was like this. That was it. But That's I nice. had cheaper, cheaper. Um, the my 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 hubcaps look like crap. It's all about it's the got wheels. Nice lines. No, well, it was nice. It, it was well, nice. Like for a Datsun. First, yeah. We got kicked out of four dealerships negotiating the price. <laughs> <laughs> my father didn't want to pay for like normal. Like it's, he's like, "What's the destination fee? Why do I got to pay that? You got to get the car here anyway." Right. Why do I got to pay four thirty five? Oh I can only imagine negotiating with your father. They told him, get out of here, sir. We're not, we don't want to sell a car to you. I've never seen anybody get kicked out of a dealership. That's, that's funny. Um, <laughs> but, Have you yeah. bought used? Because that's the thing. I've never actually bought used. That's also an option. Like you can, a couple years old, drops the value a lot. Never bought a used car. I always feel like something happened to it that they're not telling me. I feel like you buy a used car, just like. 
(laughs) (laughs) I'd rather have brand new and like the upcharge. Well, brand new and like low, low cost than more expensive and used. Right. Right. I just use car. I just like, you always look around this day. They go, I got a used car. And then you walk in. It's never like immaculate. There's always like a cigarette burn. Like what happened that night? (laughs) <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where you're getting used cars there's always a stain in the trunk stain. i don't know yeah right <laughs> so i would like i would like our audience to send pictures of their first cars oh this is our new thing i would uh, i want to see what you are <laughs> give me some options for for teenage first cars and what your first car was yeah right That's here right here on the diver stock like immediately show, we right now turned into auto trader <laughs> uh, uh i could jo- use some advice join us next week here on Daddy versus Doctor, where we will have <laughs> no guests. <laughs> <laughs>